Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob Has a Podcast, and now here's the guy who's rethinking every life choice that was made, leading me up to recapping tonight's episode of Big Brother. I am Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to a show to recap an episode of television that you have watched, presumably, where you said, hey... I need to get even more understanding of what I just watched. You're in the right place here tonight, as we will talk about Sunday night's Big Brother episode, uh, if you could call it that. And uh, we have a uh, wonderful panel here with us to talk about it here. Uh, I believe for the first time this season to talk with us, here is uh, from New Digs. Here is the great frail Mary, Mary Kwiatkowski. Mary, how are you? I now know what the super fans feel like. Because imagine waiting just days and days to mm-hmm. be asked to come on the podcast. And this is what I get. <laughs> this is the episode I have to recap. Oh. Yep. Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Yes. Okay. Mary, great to have you here with us tonight. Uh, of course, also with us here tonight is a man who uh, maybe can help us understand what we just saw. Isaiah Goins is here. Isaiah, how are you? You know, um, I, this is the why we watch Big Brother, Rob, to watch everyone eat pies um, and find T's and F's in a bunch of cream, you know? So um, we're here. We're going to make the best of it. Um, yeah. But that was an episode. I, Isaiah, what was missing was a, a W to add to that TF. Yes. 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 Absolutely. That would have been more appropriate. <laughs> 
Where was the W? <laughs> WTF, man. I have no you idea what dub. I watch yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And of course, a man who dedicates his life to earnestly telling you about all of the serious interactions that happen day in and day out in this house is here to talk about what we saw here tonight. Taryn, how are you? Yeah, just give one one sec. Okay. All right. you're, you're wheeled in? Yeah, I'm all ready to go. I, w- I was hoping that you would come in with a prop of just like a, a giant bowl of yogurt that you would go face first into for us here on the podcast. Uh, and then make like a noise like... Like that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Um... Uh, was that the noise that uh, was used for JC's meat sauce? Was that? I think so. <laughs> was that? It a- immediately brought me back there. Like pasta with hot dogs, ground beef, and everything I found around the house. It's like beef sauce. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Hey, wait, let's wait. I didn't sign up for the gross additional noises on the podcast. Sorry. Sorry about that. These are necessary noises, Mary. Sorry. Sorry, everybody with the earbuds in. Apologize. Apologize. Yeah, we're doing journalism. I thought the slop was supposed to be tomorrow. Uh, What is this? (laughs) Okay. Of course, uh, we will have the slop tomorrow uh, that uh, that Maggie can't make it for the live feed update in the morning, but it will still be a... Maggie Monday, as Maggie Morgan joins me for The Slop coming up on Monday night. Uh, Get your slops in. It was a sloppy week indeed, once again. Uh, Get your links in for The Slop at robinsonwebsite.com slash get sloppy. That's for our patron-only look at all the nonsense in the Big Brother house uh monday night at 6 p.m eastern we'll send the link out to all of the patrons and make sure you subscribe to robin's podcast uh for our big brother coverage can't miss any of this uh robin's website.com slash bb24 for that okay all right uh so uh we had about 30 minutes of pie eating here tonight uh about uh maybe another five minutes on uh pooch uh gonna go to detention and somewhere in between (laughs) A wild plan hatched by Pooch to put himself up on the block. Did you never like volunteer for detention in high school? No, no. Uh, Hey, if I say like, hey, hold on, teacher, hear me out. mm -hmm. What if I went to detention? But like, and and then it's like, hey, I'm taking one for the team, right? Like the rest of the classmates. Uh, And then uh, then you go around, you tell all the classmates like, hey, I'm going to volunteer for detention. And then they're like, wow, that's so great. Pooch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing very, a great job. Very different context. I, I did. almost. I really wanted to go to detention like in high school. Once I started reaching like my senior year and I was like, oh, I've been like too good of a kid. Like I, I feel like I need the full experience. But you I needed something find, on your resume, your high I know, school I just, resume. My yeah. resume. Right. Cause uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find a good way to do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently really that volunteering for detention puts you on a life path where you volunteer yourself to be in other dangerous uh, situations. And I think that's what happened to Pooch. Yeah. Anything to get Taylor out, though, you know? So, I mean, you got to go in the back. <laughs> like, like, what is going on here, man? Um, such a confusing sequence of events from top to bottom. Like, uh, but Pooch, 
I feel like he's losing it a little bit. I don't know. Like, is he really that well? Did he have it, Isaiah? <laughs> I, I apparently, I mean, that's what he wants us to believe, right? Mm-hmm. So, I saw, I, I saw, I saw someone in my uh, my Twitch chat tonight suggest that perhaps uh, Pooch really like took to heart watching last season uh, our winner Xavier uh, volunteering for the block, thinking like that's what winners do. They volunteer for the team. Uh, they get credit on their resume and then they win the game. Like clearly not understanding that that was a very different circumstance. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. It's not the same thing. Um, I, at least we've, uh, we're starting to narrow down out of the most people in the house who say that they're super fans. I think we're starting to narrow down who might actually be a fan and who's seen like one season because at least Alyssa knew this was a bad idea. I had a tweet this earlier uh, during the episode because it bothered me. Like, I think two or three people said they were super fans this episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, what an insult to Ian Terry. Like, like the guy who was able to list every single person who's played Big Brother before. He knows the ins and outs. And then now you just have, like, anyone who's seen, like, five seconds of the show before just claiming they're a super fan now is wild to me. Um, that bothered me. I forgot. To, I, I needed to bring that up. Stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is that for? Because it's only going to make actual fans mad at you. It's, yeah. it's not going to like help your <laughs> stake in the game. Well, probably. I think you have to know that well enough to know that that is not going to uh, make endear you to super fans. Uh, you'd have to actually be a super fan to know that actually super fans do not want to hear that from a fake super fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. What, where's the where's the line, right? Uh, I think we've talked about like where the line is for Big Brother. Uh, what about like the podcast? What are what are super fans of Rob as a podcast? Oh, do they, do they call themselves such? Um, boy, that's a great question. You'd have to you'd have to ask them uh, what they are. But yeah, I think that that probably happens too, where people um, you know uh, are saying that they're super fa- super fans of the podcast. It's like, oh, oh, really? Did you even watch? You know, uh, insert uh, this crazy show. Did you even listen to uh, all of these crazy recaps? Do you even know what recap of the recap is? Yeah. Yeah. Did you even listen to the extended hunted episodes of the podcast? Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) Sure. But yeah, we don't want to be like. uh, What Lindsay means. Right. Right. But we want to welcome everybody. in. We're not going to be we're not going to be like exclusive about the we look. we, We welcome any any fans we can get. Okay, we're happy you're here. All I right. can't wait for all of the people in the chat to start uh, prefacing every message with as a super fan of the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. OK, um, I guess let's let's try to talk th- through this because uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. what I don't know uh, what was there. I mean, it's wild that there were five episodes into the show and um it's like I feel like that they're giving us uh, so little, but uh, it was an hour of television. So uh, let's talk about. It. I was surprised uh, first off, uh, Taryn, so quickly to have the Pose Pack Alliance thrown into the show. I feel like it just came up on the update today, uh, but they had it all uh, chambered and ready to go for Sunday's episode. 
Yes. Uh, I believe yesterday on the feeds was the first time that they had said it when it was on the feeds. They were informing Nicole about the name, uh, but clearly it had been discussed uh, prior to uh, this uh, situation. And so uh, th- this was the uh, the origin. Pose Pack, um, a.k.a. Uh, Paloma's Posse. <laughs> yeah, they went from uh, Mamba to Bleep to Pose Pack. Bleep. Bring the bleep back. Right? Hold on. We can still do it, right? Ready? It's the <laughs> alliance. Mm-hmm. Is this the new Cold Acapi? Uh the the palace back? Like, um, wow. Like like was her impact that strong? I didn't like I can I felt like some people started getting annoyed with her before she left. I, I don't know. Now is it is it pals pack? Or is it is it pose pack? Pose. Poe. Apparently, yeah, Poe po, po was like, like a, a, Loma. a nickname yeah. she had yeah. as a child. But I don't People know about y'all. The, the only Poe that's a, that I stand is a, is a Teletubby. So. Oh. <laughs> mm. Oh. Okay. If it's not Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, or Poe, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Lie, I, when you said the only Poe you know, I thought you were going Dragon Ball. <laughs> Mr. Poe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not the popo, <laughs> um, but Bro. which one? Uh, which one was the uh, was was po? Is is that the the is that the the purple one on Dragon Ball or the Teletubbies? No, Teletubbies. The Teletubbies. I think that's the red one. Po is red, the red one. Red yeah, one. The red one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, and you know what? I think they used a very similar sound effect when they would drink their little <laughs> like pudding stuff out of there. It sounded mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very similar. It's actually very similar. I bet yeah. that's where they got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is this is very much like Big Brother Six Cappy. We need to like have something to unite ourselves against. Like already the narrative of like Isaiah was saying, like Paloma's last few days in the house has changed now that she's gone because people were starting to be a little bit like, yeah, we like her, but we can't really necessarily, you know, trust everything she's saying. And now it's like, oh, our our princess who's gone. Yeah. Look, yeah, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself right, become the villain. Right, so. And Poe po died a hero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Poe's pack is terrible. <laughs> yeah. This brutal alliance. I can't believe. Uh, like I know you said it uh, this morning, Tara, but we're, we're not gonna have to worry about it for long, maybe. But uh, for as long as we have Pose Pack in the show, it's like, wait, what? All they're missing is the shrine mm-hmm. to Poe to Poe with like uh, like a lock of her hair, a photo, uh, maybe some mayo. <laughs> Just the mayo sitting on the counter mm-hmm. for like the rest of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll that'll be yeah. great. The chat has a Poe Patrol. Uh, that's better. I saw people. Poe Patrol is. Yeah. I saw PP Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PP always pulls through. Yeah. Yeah. Pulls through. Pulls through. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot the other P. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, all right. So, all right, Pose Pack is here, um, and uh, Nicole is going to be invited into uh, the uh, the Pose Pack. Uh, Isaiah, uh, all right. So Nicole has been added. Uh, that uh, Paloma out. Nicole in. 
it it feels like they're willingly telling people, hey, you're the new sixth person to this alliance. You want to join? And they just expect people to just fall in line. Like, this is the second time they've done that this season. Um, by episode five, may I say. And um, both people have willingly said, or both people have, through their actions, have basically, like, screwed this alliance over. So I'm like, I don't know why they think this is, like, the best approach, but they keep doing it. So if magically one other person leaves a pose pack, um, I, I won't be shocked if they walk to the next person just standing around, like, Terrence or something, and saying, hey, you want to join this alliance? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's literally like that nightmare scenario where um like you join a group or like a job or whatever um and like you join and at first you're like oh this is great like everyone's so tight like this is like uh you know it seems like a cool group of people and they're like yeah yeah we 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 love you thank you so much yeah but the the person that you're replacing yeah she was the best you know like <laughs> uh, we really miss her uh in fact name of the group named after her so not that you have anything to like live up to or anything but yeah we've have been like we've been so we've been so tired from day one and like we really loved poe but uh i'm sure you're gonna be great you know i'm sure you're gonna do just as well we're gonna love you just as much you know but we do really miss her and you'd better uh honor her name to, i feel like i've to, been in that po. scenario yes. that actual <laughs> real life <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not easy no and it's like oh we we bought shirts together and like you can have the one that was meant for her yeah. her size mm-hmm. <laughs> okay really you, feeling the love you fit the shirt yeah yeah so here you it's go a little small on me but okay okay, okay. <laughs> all right so um we have jasmine now we, we had uh theorized maybe could could we get a booth review would we get another angle of jasmine's foot uh potentially touching the ground I, unless they gave it to us in the previously on, uh, no such luck here tonight. Yeah, we should this have. We should have known move. better. This- yeah, dumb move. I think they just wanted us to forget that was mm-hmm. even a thing that happened, and so they just started the episode with, "Oh, they're inside now. Oh, can't go back. Can't go back outside. This is the case." Mm-hmm. Now we'll never know the truth behind Confetti Gate. Mm-hmm. Forever, it will be lost to uh, you know the, the 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 myths, the legends of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Did Jasmine's seen, foot touch the pad? I've seen the did TikTok. The, I think Puya knows. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Puya agreed with me. So yeah, <laughs> it did. By the way, <laughs> it did, it did. But look, uh, it was all for naught. Um, look, that there's still going to be part two of the Hoh to come, so uh, they don't want to dwell on it too much. Anyway, so. Uh, Pooch sets up also uh, before we see the actual HOH competition, um, you know, getting Taylor out of the house. That's that's the best idea. This is the best that Pooch is coming up with. Why not? Original. Yeah. Yeah. Big move of the century. No one's thought of that Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, I thought overall tonight, we also got a lot of Alyssa in the episode. Mary, it was almost like that we uh, got like a new house guest dropped off here tonight uh, to be on the show. Uh, Hello and welcome to the diary room, Alyssa. Yeah, Alyssa's here. Alyssa misses her Scorpio sister, Paloma. And uh, but she she feels like at least she's someone who's going to try 
and work with Taylor. If Taylor's going to be in the house, Alyssa's like, hey, you know, better to be on her good side than her bad side. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no wonder uh, or no reason that no one else is realizing this. But so <laughs> right, far, right. <laughs> Alyssa's uh, getting there. It was kind of hard to watch the back to back diary rooms of Alyssa being like, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I can come for her before she comes for me. And then Taylor's like, I'm so glad to be working closely with Alyssa. Like, I really love this. She's going to help integrate me with the rest of the girls. I'm like, oh, I want you guys to actually work together. Just like actually be on the same page. That would be great. But yeah, Alyssa's here and, um, you know, probably got a little credit with with Twitter at least. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Compared to most of these other people in the house, uh, her saying like, well, I hope I can get her before she gets me. Like that's basically like, uh, I love Taylor. (laughs) Pretty much. It's a love. That's a love letter to Taylor in this house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's been one of the least bad people mm-hmm. uh, toward Taylor. Uh, not to say that she is uh, sort of like innocent uh, in all of it. Uh, in fact, uh, maybe ramping up a little today. But um, but yeah, I think we're going backwards. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah. Classic Big Brother: two steps forward, five six backwards. <laughs> I would just, I would just like more than two people in the house that I can tolerate, please. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Okay. All right. So we, I had no idea what the um, HOH con- competition was going to look like. Now I had heard, Taryn, you say that there was like was uh, some sort of a pie eating contest. I thought that was like maybe like a metaphor. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't think that this was actually going to be what this was and. I just like am having a hard time still even thinking that this was something on television in 2022. Like this feels like that this was a competition that we might have had on Big Brother like 15, 20 years ago. That's what I said. It, yeah. it, it was it reminded me of an old school Big Brother competition. In a good uh, way? Kind of. Oh. Yeah. I mean, look. I was not a fan of the. Definitely right. not a fan of it. I would never want to hear it again. Right. But uh, I liked that it was like it was a fair competition. Like uh, you know anybody really could win this one. Uh, you know digging your face into a pie and trying to feel out the shape of a letter with your mouth. Uh, you know anybody can win that, <laughs> as evidenced by the what, outcome. What's the strategy for this, Taryn? How do you yeah, best how do you, what's the show? dig into the, the breakdown, Taryn? You need you need some good uh, neck strength, right? You know, mm-hmm. digging digging your face around with your neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe for like uh, if you're into like metal concerts, you're really into like the head banging. You've got a little bit of practice, right? right. Uh, and then um, and then you know it's it's just all about like you know as you do like maybe maybe if you eat alphabet soup, mm-hmm. right? Get a little bit of practice feeling around what letter is in my mouth right now. Yeah. All right. Taryn, dodge that bullet. Okay. (laughs) Are you looking for like just whatever letter you can find or is it then important to then also make sure that you have uh, the the correct letter? You got to have the correct letter. Hmm. This this is the answer to the question. Yeah. These are all good notes for when I go into Big Brother. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. It was a little, a little uh, Otev similar in some ways, though. Like mm-hmm. being buzzing in first with the right, right yeah. thing, and then mm-hmm. I feel like there was a little bit of yeah 
similar. Otev, but with your face. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and now Otev has a much better host uh, for all the Otevs because we had we had Daniel here, <laughs> and you know Daniel hosting the competition was a mood and not a good one. Uh, this was a, a lot from Daniel. Like, yeah, we know that Daniel is an impressionist. We know he's trying to uh, to bring it, but so loud. First of all, uh, like th- that that so much louder than anything else on the show, and also so much here as the farmer. I mean, yeah, he's literally an Elvis impersonator. Why not just? Why not just have Elvis host the competition? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't First off, about. <laughs> how dare none of you dress up for this podcast? Like I'm, I, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't dress like I was in West Side Story. I really uh, I wanted to, but... <laughs> Where are the jorts? Mm-hmm. He said, this is a root and toot in this county fair. Like, um, I, I didn't... Like, he was really giving off a lot of energy that he didn't really Too much. Have. I don't Too know. much, yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. Too much. And also, Pie Fest is not a thing. Stop with Pie Fest. <laughs> I'm like, did they give up on, on festivals already? I'm like, oh no, it's Pie Fest. Stop. Stop. Yeah, is a county fair a festival? Mm-hmm. Mary, I feel like that uh you go to county fairs, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know what this like this archetyping of me is. But you yes, strike us I as a person. I, yeah. I, go, I go to the county fair. Yeah. I think it's the pigtail. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it, um, yeah, the county fair is great, but I've never heard it called a festival. Mm-hmm. And also, the pies are not just colored icing, mm-hmm. and you don't normally have to find anything in them. And there's usually not a person yelling at you making horrible puns. Mm-hmm. That seems at more failing of the fair yeah. than. Daniel is just trying to get other people to do impressions of him, maybe on like a slop format. I think that's what he's looking oh, for. Oh, is that is, is do you think that there's a Daniel impressionist that's that's out there? Pro- probably not yet, but okay. he's he's definitely trying to trying to get some of that uh like he was going he was going kind of Frenchy, I think mm-hmm. tonight. I think he was you going for that. You think it's the ultimate goal of an impressionist to like if you're an Elvis impersonator that uh like you dream that someday Somebody will be a Daniel impersonates Elvis impersonator. Hmm. Like the impersonation of your impersonation is so good that in the future, there are now people that impersonate your impersonation. It's a very specific dream. Mm hmm. It's a very specific job. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, is that what you hope for with some of your big brother impressions? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, someday they'll take it to Vegas. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Klein was your go-to. <laughs> we were discussed it recently. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So Dan, this was just like it was so gross. Um, the the sound effects were so much. Daniel hosting was just uh, so over the top. And then the thing that really broke me on this was they did like two rounds and then I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to commercial. This is half the show. They did a second segment on this. You have to get the bigger pies, Rob. 
They had to get the bigger pies. Isaiah, they were showing us stuff when they came back from the commercial <laughs> that they showed us before they went to the commercial. Listen, my friend had a theory. Do we think they planned to do this challenge before Paloma was gone? Hmm. Why? Just be I think a killer so. comp. You think so? I don't know. I mean, it was a pretty elaborate setup, like behind them at least. True. You don't think they have like uh, a bunch of like props, just like yeah. in some storage I, room? I, well, I, they do. <laughs> I think that they were going to do this competition with 14 people. I, I think that this competition was going to be longer. I, I think that the original plan was that Taylor and whoever was going to be for the person from the backstage boss twist, they were going to run the competition that we saw seven times on Thursday. They were going to do it once and then. Tonight, then we were going to see then whoever uh, made it, uh, presumably Taylor stays. And then the remaining uh, 15 house guests minus Daniel. I I think it would have been 14 people in the pie eating contest. Mm. Yeah. And I think they would have eliminated more people at a time under those circumstances. I mean, like, do we feel like Big Brother comps are getting cheaper because like we have the jewelry. um, Now we're having like the pie eating. Are we going to be tying shoes for a competition in the future? I don't know. I'm down for it. The, the, okay. the big set piece competitions are how Jackson and Mickey's win the game. Like, sure. uh, like I, I, I have a pie eating contest all day long. I'll sit th- through every bit of squelching you've got. Uh, like, uh, if this is what it takes. I'm in. But yeah. I think we're talking about two different things. Because, like, I don't mind the the grossness. I don't. I like. I agree with Taryn. It's great to have competitions that anyone can win. But find a way to either make it shorter and put something else in your episode or or make it more interesting to the viewer. It doesn't have to be more complicated Mm -hmm. to the players, but maybe something else happening as well. Yeah, I just feel like that we, you know, this is like an important part of the week. Uh, We got so little. We spent, you know, 25 minutes of this hour show on people like putting their face into these pies. It was too, it was too much. Yeah. I mean, look, I, 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 I'm completely with you on that. I mean, I, this has been the, uh, the trend too with, uh, with Big Brother. You know, I think that we were very exasperated at, uh, the Big Brother celebrity recently where yeah. it was like a half hour of competition in every episode almost. Uh, and it, it is, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It feels lazy to me. It feels like, uh, it's just a lot easier to edit a competition because there's much less footage to work through. Um, and uh, it just eats up more screen time. And they're not that fun to watch most yeah. of the time. So, yeah, I'm with you. Isaiah, as far as budget goes, I'm not necessarily sure because I feel like the, the, the veto this past week with like the mechanical like a uh, horse going through the course. Like I feel like that that wasn't like a cheap one yet. So I think that like the jury is still out on whether or not it's been, it's a budgetary cut here. It's something. I mean, I, I, I think of even if you're doing like cheap competitions like i think back in the day like uh i, I sound like a like an old head right now but think of big brother six where they literally had that one competition where they're just sitting in like a glass dome with the finger on the butt the pressure cooker just, yeah like yeah. i mean it's early but like well, there's a way to get like to a do box these. full of flies there <laughs> I mean, look, they, they have a, a lot of other disgusting things that they've done uh, comp wise before, mm-hmm. like slime and everything. So they can they can deal with some flies. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. 
No, I just like Rob, you can't convince me that uh, the veto competition where they couldn't even afford stiff lances uh, was. Uh, <laughs> you, think that's, you think that's uh, more they expensive? Literally had floppy it was a lances. budgetary issue. I mean, <laughs> in all seriousness, it was genuinely just like a pool. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, a pool noodle. Pool noodle attached to a handle. Like it was. Yeah. That's, um, that's what makes it challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know if a pool noodle is that floppy. <laughs> you would know more than I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's going to a lot of pool parties, Taryn. Yeah, pool fest yes. next week on Big Brother. Pool fest. Okay. Um, anything else about uh, the, the the pies? I, I did like it when uh, uh, Amira. I think it was. So I'm looking for the F. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So uh, other than that, uh, it got down to Jasmine and Michael and um, Jasmine's like, hey, let me I want to see some pictures of my family. Uh, Michael said, you got to you got to beat me for it. Um, And then I was like, I'm wondering, did Michael throw the competition? But uh, do we do we have from the feeds that he did on the feeds? He said he threw the competition. Uh, For whatever reason, this happens pretty often where on the feed somebody says, hey, I threw that comp. And then on the episode, it's like, I'm going for it. I'm trying so hard. Mm -hmm. Unlike those lances. (laughs) If it's for a strategic reason, I would rather them show on the show the segment of them saying that they threw it because that's more interesting for us to know. And I mean, you know, worst case scenario, they say they threw it and then they pooch themselves and, well, and like go home and it's funny Mary, it's like, oh, you shouldn't have thrown it i feel like that if it was like a pooch scenario they would show it but i feel like when somebody actually throws it for like good strategic reason i feel like that they are more likely to not show it uh for whatever reason they feel like oh this is uh uninteresting to see people throwing competitions only when somebody like when it goes sideways i feel like they tell us that they threw the competition yeah, I mean, they definitely did show it in like the Christmas sprint scenario mm-hmm. where everyone threw it. Well, that but- was the only explanation of how yeah. Christmas could win. <laughs> could yeah. you imagine if they'd played it straight? <laughs> yeah, but, but I think it is it is frustrating when it's like the I think it's because the show obviously wants people to think that everyone is taking it very seriously and taking mm-hmm. the challenges very serious because it's a very serious show very serious very serious, time very serious. right here um this right. is the thing with survivor also like there's uh, a lot of times i feel like in the last like um you know five or six years where uh, a, a tribe is throwing a challenge and they never put it in the show like the only times they ever put it in the show is when the person who's throwing the challenge is like oh, i'm throwing the challenge and then they get voted out in that episode so um, for whatever reason, they feel like, oh, like, oh, it's going to ruin the show if we tell people somebody's trying to lose. The integrity. They take their competitions very, very seriously. seriously. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So hopefully uh, we don't have to hear anybody say anymore. Gobble that pie. <laughs> Gobble it. No, these sound bites are so bad. Like I was sitting through, like, what am I listening to? Like, if if you ever like just pass by someone and then like you see them watching Big Brother, I wouldn't be confused. I wouldn't like be feel bad if they didn't know what they were watching, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much random stuff. What's the connectivity from the last HOH part to a pie eating contest? Like like 
Yeah, there. W- I mean, it wasn't supposed to be part one of the HOH. That's, that's <laughs> the, 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 the big issue there. <laughs> so yeah. Unrelated, yeah. I mean, we, we talk about this all the time, but it, like it, it continue. It's a constant in my life that like because now that this is my job, uh, that like I I kind of have to talk about it with people when I meet them because they're like, "What do you do?" And then I have to talk about Big Brother, and I have to convince them that it's actually a good show and that there's worthy parts to it, and that I'm not dedicating my life to complete garbage. Uh, and then they're like, "Oh, let me check it out," and then they get. And then they never talk to me again. Mm-hmm. Is pie eating the great equalizer like the puzzles are on Survivor? Should this just be at the end of every challenge? You know, like every veto, you do an obstacle course or whatever, and then you do the pie eating part at the end? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then fire making. <laughs> I say, you think there should be maybe like a final four pie eating? Yeah, I think that's a game changer. That yeah. We need big well, maybe that should be the final HOH. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I'll, I'll sit and watch a pie eating contest for that. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Look, send it. Send it to Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find HOH instead of TNF. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Let's talk about the reactions uh, after the HOH challenge. Uh, So Jasmine was very excited because uh, her mission number one, hey, as long as Taylor doesn't get it, that's fine. Okay, so mission mission accomplished. She prevented Taylor from being uh, the HOH. However, there is a ray of light. Michael actually says he would want to work with Taylor. She wants to play and play hard. Yeah. Uh, Valuable. Uh, You know, being able to recognize, hey, nobody seems to like this person, but she wants to play, um, which means if you give her some space to play, uh, she'll want to work with you because she wants to work. She wants to play. Uh, And she's willing to take shots, which is great for Michael. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, uh, Michael has an ally in in uh, Taylor potentially. All right, Nicole had found out about the six person alliance. Okay, uh, she's gonna tell Daniel. All right, Daniel, guess what? Did you hear about the six person alliance? The Rogue Rats are in business finally. Uh, Daniel, he is not even mad about getting uh, Nicole getting invited to the six person alliance. From he's rats bit, to riches. He's a little bit mad that he didn't get the invite, though. Especially uh, especially when he finds out the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you- to, to extend the metaphor Taryn was talking about earlier, this is like when your friend gets invited to <laughs> a party in the name of a friend that you thought you were best friends with and the only person who was like really Somebody who was the homie. Yeah, yeah. And, and Daniel's like, wow. I'm the only true homie, and I didn't even get invited to the posse. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Daniel was like hanging out with Nicole. They were vibing. They were just like being homies. And then the cool kids came up and they were like, hey, can we just steal Nicole from you for a sec? Like we just got something we wanted to the talk bachelor. to her about. And then he kind of just stood there awkwardly <laughs> watching them talk to her. And he was just like, what do I do? Do I leave? Do I just watch them? How long are they going to be talking? And then they were like patting her on the back and shaking her hand and giving her a really small T-shirt. And uh, and then she came back and she was like, oh, yeah, they invited me to the party. It's going to be great. He's like, oh, wow, we're going to a party. And she was like. Oh man, they just they didn't. They mentioned that, that it was only me, actually. Like you weren't actually supposed to even know about it. Yeah. So if you could just keep that on the down low. So, Taryn, does Daniel even know that Paloma handpicked the people that were going to be <laughs> in this alliance, and that that and and not I'm only did she kick Pooch out, but also then replaced Pooch with another <laughs> man in the house who was not Daniel. The homie? No, no. He uh, he believes uh, they, he believes that as Nicole does that Monty is the creator of this alliance, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that they just all loved Poe so much uh, that uh, Poe was just an innocent inclusion in the alliance. Uh, he does not know that uh, Paloma was not a huge fan of him mm-hmm. for most of her time in the house, uh, and uh, did not want him in the alliance. Oh, boy. That's going to hurt. It happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like, like uh, he, he's not mad at them, but uh, but he's mad at Taylor, though. You also got to remember well, that. Well, it's Taylor's fault, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, to think of your analogy about the about the party, it's like Taylor's the person who's like, you can come in my house instead. He's like, oh, you're so annoying. Leave me, Leave alone. me alone. Why are you always doing this? <laughs> How did you find me? <laughs> You're making me look uncool. Horrible, mm-hmm. man. Horrible. Okay. Uh, the the idea that Taylor could make anyone look uncool. Just <clears throat> ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, she's literally like the unpopular kid in like movies and shows who's actually like drop dead gorgeous. And you're like, that would never happen in real life. <laughs> it's the bizarro world in the house. The Disney kids. Yeah. Anyway, so... We get a little bit about Pooch. Uh, all right. Pooch has a master plan. And that master plan is that the best way to get Taylor out is for him himself to go up on the block. His plan, put Pooch and Brittany. This is like a Nathan for you episode. Uh, his plan. <laughs> go I wonder up how on, often he rehearsed it. Go up on the block. With Brittany in order to get Taylor out of the house. In all of my rehearsals of this plan, never once did I think that they would want to then vote me out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I could see no downside to this. Yeah. I get put on the block. I just win the veto. We don't even allow Taylor the chance. Mm-hmm. Foolproof re- plan. I refuse to call that man Pooch. By the way, he's he's always Joe to me. Um, never calling him that. No, that Isaiah. Not only is he is he Pooch. He's so your boy Pooch got a little bit of a bold plan this week. Your <laughs> he's your boy Pooch. Your boy, <laughs> your boy Joe. He, he ain't hearing it from me. Yeah, <laughs> you you're not my boy Pooch. Absolutely not. I can't stand him. I can't. <laughs> Okay. Joe's over here trying to get us to call him Pooch, trying to go up on the block, making Chucky the Cheese jokes. 
He is a coach also, Mary. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, he tells Alyssa about this plan. Uh, Alyssa has the reaction that uh, so many of us at home have. This is a dumb move. This is a dumb move. Bad plan, Pooch. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, the, the confidence. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I've been talking to my boys, and, you know, obviously I'm going to be safe, so we got to get Taylor out. I was thinking I go up on the block, you know. Uh, it's, I feel like I got to get something on my resume, so I think it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah, and his idea is that he's going to also convince Jasmine to put someone like Brittany up. Because, as you know, you really only have to beat the other person on the block and the HOH for the veto. So it'll be perfectly fine. I mean, he doesn't even take the one step to think, like, what if Taylor gets gets picked (laughs) to play in the veto as well? I think he's, he's so confident in his challenge ability for some reason. It's your boy Pooch. We're gonna go win another competition. He had to sit like this too. Like, like he was so confident, man. Like, I'm just uh, nothing can go wrong. Like, like there's <laughs> it's Taryn. Uh, I've seen so many like uh, like people with just like this crazy confidence that like nothing's gonna go wrong whatsoever. Uh, I, I can't, I can't stand Taryn. There no, you go. no big problem. <laughs> Look, nothing can shake him. He's locked in. All right. Pooch has got this game figured out. Uh, maybe he hacked the game now. He's ready. Also, I really I really don't think it should count when they say like in the diary room, like, oh, yeah, I've got, I've got nothing against Taylor, though. I like her as a person. It's like, but that's but we also see everything you're saying that's not nice about Taylor. Mm-hmm. So you know, it doesn't just it's not like the things you say in the diary room are the only true things. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know, Mary. There's These super fans <laughs> seem to know everything. You know what I think? I just think that someone needs to take Pooch aside, and they just need to just give him a little. Pew, pew, okay. Little. All right. Good. <laughs> good. Let's let's go ahead and. Uh, oh, Karen, was- you don't like that, but you get to play all the sloppy noises. <laughs> Well, they, they felt so yeah. confident in the show well, that's hold on. <laughs> yeah um so for mary as a spatula for people that are listening on the podcast mary might, be con- has a spatula. might be confused okay, oh, hold on. it was in my it was in my pocket <laughs> didn't he like take it out of his pocket or he something? did he did okay so first of all this was such a bizarre scene uh that unfolded and i was so confused about what was happening and i'm sure i wasn't alone so indy comes out of the bathroom and like pooch is like waiting for her to show the show the spatula and then we get again it seems like that maybe the it's the sunday night crew that really wants to uh interject the story hey remember last week when we told you that indy was a sex coach okay <laughs> remember that a week ago uh okay so yeah and and it seemed like that indy in the diary room is like earnestly talking about this as that, that this is like uh pooch's fantasy to be spanked with the spatula 
And yeah. Yeah, she's like, well, this is what I do for a living. People tell me what they like, and I work with them to help them be, that get more comfortable with what they, their innermost fantasies are. Yeah, and I think it's important that we uh, that we say that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, no judgment to anybody that has a fantasy of you know uh, being spanked with a spatula uh, or anything along those lines. Uh, I just want to personally say my fantasy is not having to watch Pooch spank himself with a spatula yeah. on the feeds. That's just that's just my own thing. Yeah. And we're look, we're not here to yuck anybody's yum. I have to say, I say this repeatedly (laughs) on the podcast, Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. I would just not let him in the kitchen like for the rest of the summer. Like you're not allowed to cook anymore. Yeah. But go ahead, Mary. Well, yeah. I mean, I I really appreciated Indy's diary room yes. and yes. The, the seriousness with what she was talking about and everything she was saying is right you know talk to your partners etc um i can't like is pooch is this him being serious or is he like making fun of of indy like that that's the that's the part where i'm like don't be because i that's don't be making fun of her profession. Oh, I, I don't think he was making fun. I mean, he apologized to his mom if she was watching it. I, I like it seemed like it, like it was like more than borderline like inappropriate. Like what he was saying. Like I didn't know where this segment was going. I thought it was going to be like uh, like oh, Pooch is being a real creep in the house. I had to apologize to my mom for my tweet earlier. She did screenshot it and send it to me with a bunch of question marks. So. It was about bringing a spatula to the podcast. Oh, I'm nothing again for actually bringing out the spatula. (laughs) No, I okayed it with her, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's okay. Yeah, I do think there there was just like there's a little bit of a contrast between uh, Indy kind of like earnestly talking about how this you know it's important not to judge and that you know the this is something that should be talked about and uh, and and all of that, which I I I also agree. Like great message, Uh, but just to to like get that message over pooch laying with the smile on his face like eh. yeah when he was talking about like oh i'm gonna be laying down like this like i'm like wait what is what is going on here it's working that social game yeah yeah uh, now do you think that uh that pooch's uh use of the spatula is manifesting a house flip this week <laughs> oh Against him. Yes. Yeah, but the, the type of spatula he was using is not the kind you flip with. Mm-hmm. It's the kind that you... you, you well, <laughs> okay, so I did hit someone with a spatula once. Oh, but really? I was, I was, oh, I was, so you have experience with this. Look, look. I, I told myself I wasn't going to bring this up, but you brought it up. It's okay, so. no judgment. I know. Look, I was I was like four. It's okay. Whoa. I did. I did. You know what? I didn't go to detention, but I did go. I did go to timeout for it. So yes. Oh okay. Counts. Um. But no. But like, this is not the kind you flip with. It's the kind you kind of scoop stuff and then kind of flop them with. So I think that's more the manifestation. Mm-hmm. He's a flopper. Yeah. Uh, it would be great if uh, when Pooch goes out the door potentially on Thursday, uh, if uh, he gets. A, slapped in the ass with the spatula on the way out the door <laughs> maybe julie instead of hitting him in the head with a card like marcellus maybe okay, julie now we're getting into yeah, the, the spatula. uh no touching no touching but pooch uh <laughs> you put yourself on the block 
you, you, you deserve this. We don't kink shame when uh, Rob has a podcast. Look, there you go. All right. Um, let's get out of this. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh, go back to uh, how about Pooch talking to Jasmine? Okay. Uh, Amira had a funny button on that scene. Uh, remind me to never use the spatula. Um, so Pooch goes to Jasmine and like, hey, here's the plan. Okay. I'm going to go up on the block. Uh, Jasmine tells us like, I'm fine with either of these people going home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fine with me. Volunteers for the block. Yeah. It's like, great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She, she doesn't know who, uh, who's the real pawn out of these because because uh, even she doesn't know so what can, what can she tell anyone mm-hmm. you know she has options yeah it's great yeah now pooch does know that there is some risk to this plan he seems uh fully aware of it and isaiah pooch is gonna really uh embrace this uh because look you first off resume gotta make big moves gotta risk it to get the biscuit Make sure that biscuit doesn't burn. Get that spatula in there also. <laughs> well, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, he he uh, he is very confident right now. Um, he, he's worried, but you know what? Everybody doesn't like Taylor, so there's no way Taylor's not leaving this week. So you know what? Who cares if I go on the block? I remember even um, I'm shocked that that they didn't show, but even Terrence was was ready to go on the block at one point too, right? Like. Uh, there's people volunteering to get nominated this week. Like, like what kind of power is that? But um, I guess people trust Jasmine that, that much. Mm-hmm. Look, you, you know what they always say about uh, Big Brother? I didn't come here to play, ba- play baby brother. Baby brother. Nobody came here to play baby brother. <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. That's a classic line. First of all, I, Nicole I, Franzel said it. Yes. It's classic. Yes. Uh, that first off, that the um, I didn't come here to play Big Baby has uh, gotten now perverted to I didn't come here to play Baby Brother. I think that, I think Baby Brother does make more sense than Big. Well, Big, <laughs> big Baby, I think big baby makes more sense. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually with Mary. Uh, no, because it's Big like brother, brother, Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, it's like I have an older brother. brother I have, a, I have a big brother yeah. and I have a baby brother. Like, what's I'm, a big baby? I'm the middle child. A big baby is a is a is a big old baby. Yeah, yeah but it's a like big it's, baby. But this is like chestnut checkers. This is like I didn't come here to play baby brother. I came here to play big brother, the biggest think, brother. Uh, well, that's big just that's just insulting to little brothers. Well, I think middle brothers are really the ones left out. Of the I, I think we can all agree that it's fine to insult babies, but uh, but little brothers, like God, that's a little too far. Mm-hmm. Even if they are also babies, because they're your brother. It's fine to insult babies, Karen Armstrong. <laughs> Why would you say that, Mary? That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I hope nobody quotes you like out of context on that, because that was pretty messed up. Where is the spatula? <laughs> yeah. Mary's already said she hits four-year-olds. <laughs> That's not what I said. Wait, that's I mean, okay. There we go. Yeah, we're getting to the root of this. <laughs> Caught in 4K. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, there was a, a good scene with uh, Taylor going to talk to Jasmine. Uh, ja- and Taylor says, Look, there's just one thing I would like. Uh, I would like to not go on the block and, and be a pawn this week. 
That's my, if I could have that one request, uh, and, uh, yeah, J- Jasmine says nothing until I was like, oh my God, you're putting me on the block as a, as a pawn. Yeah. Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're not going on the block as a pawn because you definitely are. Yes. Definitely, well, definitely a pawn. Mary, in fairness, Jasmine is, quote, a real ass chick. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we get a lot of like one liners from Rob this podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a quote, Isaiah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Jasmine cannot tell a lie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Gonna gonna definitely tell tell Taylor she's going up on the block. <sighs> so sad. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. Yeah. All right. Taylor takes it in stride. Does she know at this point, Taryn, that people are going to uh, about what Pooch is planning to do? Is is like was she uh, like fully on board with this? She is informed pretty quickly, but uh, she had already. Because here's the problem: she still doesn't know how much people like Jasmine. Uh, and many of the other people in the house dislike her just on a personal level. Uh, as far as she's concerned, the only thing she really did wrong was that miscommunication with Monty. And Monty is the only person she's aware of that's really like holding a grudge about it. So from her perspective, she went into that conversation thinking, I might be used as a pawn because I get it. I was already on the block. I've already got this reputation. And so they might be using me as a pawn. But there's no way I would be the target. That makes no sense for Jasmine. I mean, I'm with Jasmine. Uh, so she, it was never, it never even crossed her mind that she would be the target. Okay. Uh, we go to our nomination ceremony. Uh, it's Taylor and it's Pooch uh, that she says for Taylor, um, you slept next to me and you didn't ever talk game with me. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, take that, take that, Um, and then Pooch, uh, you became the backstage boss and reasons. It wasn't your fault. Wasn't your fault. Yeah, but I feel like you should. You need to fight. Okay, sure. Some things on your resume, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, so those are your nominees for week number two. Uh, It's Taylor. And it's Pooch. Uh, Taylor had a good moment in the diary room talking about how uh, she's not a pawn. She's a queen. Yeah, I got you here. Queen's coming to get what's hers. Yes. Now that that sound clip, that's an investment. All right. Okay. Later in the season, the later we get, the more valuable it becomes. Mm -hmm. If on finale night I get to play that sound clip, I'm just saying. I'm basically a financial genius. <laughs> okay. Is that a stock watch tip? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, then, uh, um, yeah, that's basically it. Pooch uh, didn't even want Taylor to have a chance to play the veto. Yeah. Come on. But, well, this, yeah, this is kind of the whole crux of the issue, right? Pooch's whole plan was, I'm going to go up as a pawn in order to prevent Taylor from even getting a chance to play in the veto because I'll be up against someone else like Brittany or someone. Mm -hmm. The plan was not just go up next to Taylor with an equal chance of winning the veto. Yeah. No. (laughs) Are you saying that it wasn't a good plan, Mary? I'm saying this might have already not turned out the way Pooch thought. Yeah, but it's okay. Sometimes you got to risk it to build that resume for the final two. You know, that's right. 
That's right. Okay. Um, we still are going to take some questions from the listeners and we're going to talk about the live feeds. Uh, but one thing that I feel like we haven't talked about yet on the podcast is uh, Thursday night. We found out about the twist that is coming to Big Brother coming up on this Thursday, which is going to be the soon to be unveiled BB Besties is going to be uh, involved somehow where it yeah. seems like that we are going to have partners introduced into the game starting for week three. And I would love to just take a moment and just uh, talk about that. And um, because I feel like that we haven't really thought about it since, uh, you know, it was a very busy day that came out on Thursday. Taryn, do you have any thoughts on where we're going with the BB besties? Well, um, you know, I think that the only reason to introduce duos we've seen it before is if you're going to have a situation where it is like two people are HOH as a duo. Um, maybe they nominate two other duos. Maybe there's a Sunday competition where those two duos face off to see who the real nominees are going to be or whatever. Um, and then at the end of the week, maybe there's only two left because of a Sunday competition or, uh, or, or whatever the case may be. But um, you know, we, we've definitely seen this concept before Maybe they'll do something new with it, but uh, I don't know what it would be. Do we think that the house guests will have the opportunity to pick who their BB bestie is going to be? Because if I should hope not, you should hope not. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we 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 want uh, we want uh, you know rags to riches. Sorry, rats to riches. Well, that the only thing I think that would be interesting is then you kind of would need to expose uh, your your uh, ride or die to the house, right? Not necessarily. I mean, um, you know, I feel like uh, there's enough people in the majority mm-hmm. for them to just kind of like pair off and be like, uh, like, okay, you can you go over there um, and you go over here and then it'll be Taylor looking around and it'll be uh, like Terrence looking around um, and, uh, you know, we'll get like Taylor and Brittany or something mm-hmm. and you know, it'll be a weird thing. Yeah. It's just interesting that they call it the BB besties uh, if it was like, I feel like that maybe you'd use a different word if it's going to be randomly assigned partners. Well, I think it's uh, the 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 best case scenario here is like uh, Taylor is teamed up with Jasmine and they're BB besties, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally besties with Taylor. I'm so glad that my fate is tied to hers. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I can do a personality test. Ooh, like, uh, are you the one? Yeah. Yeah. Go into the truth booth (laughs) and find out who your bestie is. Mary, do you think that this will be a one weeker? Do you think that we will uh, spend a couple of weeks with the BB besties? It depends how much this idea crashes and burns. Mm -hmm. We've seen them abandon twists before or bring them back, depending on who may or may not be in danger. Mm-hmm. I think the, the thing I'm trying to figure out is, yeah, like it, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm biased in this scenario. I'm trying to just think about what will or won't hurt Taylor. And so it, like, who do we, yeah. Who do we want Taylor to be with though? If this was going to be something that would affect her standing in the game, because I think my first instinct was like, put her with someone like Michael or Alyssa who 
could actually potentially want to work with her and maybe by spending more time with her and having their fate with her, that could help her. Or is she kind of already good with them and should try to find someone who dislikes her and, and try to work on that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Just something I'm thinking about. Put her with someone that everyone likes, like Kyle or uh, Amira or something. Do that. That I way mean, she won't I- go home. Uh, hopefully uh, the algorithm will uh, will figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. mighty algorithm. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I'm excited to see. Reference. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, how it plays out on Thursday and see uh, what the BB besties uh, ultimately is. A- anything else about tonight's episode before we uh, talk some uh, live feed spoilers? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Let's do it. Uh, so let's get into everything uh, going on right now uh, as we introduce uh, from the Big Brother live feeds now. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. A spoiler. Warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. I was going to go face first into the buzzer. I thought it would be uh, too upsetting. Okay. At least you didn't drop the buzzer on the way over. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we didn't even mention that Jasmine got the scooter, the the Christmas scooter. Boy, uh, Taryn, so many things are really just calling back to BB-19 here uh, in this season. Is it in honor of the five-year anniversary of the live feed update? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's very nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that's, I, I'm, I'm in the same mindset with the what are you going to do, you know? Like, uh, we're all just thinking fondly of, you know, remember Big Brother 19? Mm-hmm. 
Big For Brother sure. 19 was my um, first season of Big Brother that I watched mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just really it's making me feel nostalgic. Yeah. Is that what Pooch was going for here with? So your boy Pooch got a little bit of a bold plan this week. He's such a super fan that he was dropping your boy on us. <laughs> It was memorable, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Somebody's. In I mean, Mensa. I'm sure Michael could tell you. You yeah. know, saying you, "I'm your boy" in the diary room makes you four times more likely to win the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> or, sorry, no, sorry. Come in second place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was shady. That was shady. All right. Well, we had a veto over the weekend, uh, and so for anybody uh, who was uh, not following Big Brother over the weekend, uh, Taryn, what happened in the veto? Well. Uh, speaking of Michael, he, uh, he came in here and he said, Queen's coming to get what's hers. <laughs> and he said, uh, I'm getting that veto. Yeah. Like Janelle for the second time. What would Janelle do Win the veto again? Okay. So I know that there was, uh, some talk about maybe Michael using the veto. Uh, any possibility that Michael will use the veto, uh, on, uh, tomorrow morning? Very unlikely. Um, you know, any any talk of it has been pretty light, uh, not super serious. Um, very, very likely that he will not use the veto. Okay. All right. So where do, where do we stand uh, now, heading into Thursday? As of right now, uh, the plan is still in place. Uh, Pooch is going to be voted out. Okay. How, and how's Pooch taking the news? Uh, he's been scrambling a bit. He's been trying to to do some things. He definitely. I think uh, regrets the decision Mm. to uh, put himself in this position. But um, you do have this kind of back and forth between uh, everybody in the house, like really laying it on thick and reassuring him that you're totally good. Don't worry about it. And then some of the guys like Kyle being like, actually, you might need to worry a little bit. Uh, I don't know about this. Um, And then going back and then being like, no, no, you're totally cool. You're totally fine. Don't worry about it. So um, we will see, I think, um, as of right now, there's, you know, it's Sunday, so there's a long time to go, but it's still possible that we might get a blindside on Thursday. Okay. Is is Pooch blanketing? I've been seeing some reports of that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say he's blanketing at this point. No, mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Uh, any other news uh, to speak of as far as headlines go? Uh, Turner had his first uh, DR. Um, hasn't been in there for a couple days. He's very excited. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. For a second, I thought you meant in the episode. And I was no, like, no, uh, no, of course not. Actually. Yeah. No, uh, he w- was he O for the episode? I feel like him, Terrence, and Monty, I feel like, were all uh, O for the episode. <laughs> I don't even know if Kyle was there much. Mm-hmm. He had some, some, kinda... some HOH comp oh, yeah. rooms. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Joseph got to flex his muscles. And that was That's, it. That was, that was it. Down. I mean, uh, that this is a season where it seems like that uh, they're really uh, leaning on the women a lot more uh, in the diary room. Yeah, and it's seemed, personality. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it seems like they've replaced Paloma with uh with Amira so far with in terms of the narration of the uh of And the she's show. very good at it. I thought Amira yeah. uh is uh, was is really good as sort of like the narrator in the diary room. Definitely. So, yeah. I, I thought that there there were a lot of like uh, fun confessionals from uh, the women in the house we touched on. Uh, Aly- Alyssa already. Taylor is good in the diary room. So uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, we get more uh, from some of the women of Big Brother 24 uh, on these episodes. Um, 
All right, any, anything else to to highlight from the feeds going into Monday? Well, I mean, talking about Monty not really being in the episode, one thing that's interesting is that on the feeds, uh, Kyle and Alyssa alluded to the to the fact that Monty was the one actually that uh, suggested they bring in Nicole and really fought for Nicole's inclusion within the uh, Paloma Alliance. And um, that was also confirmed by Monty himself, who told Nicole, I was the one that fought to get you in this alliance. In the episode, it, we saw it entirely from Amira's perspective and didn't see Monty at all. We did know that Amira was the one that approached Nicole to enter the alliance, but we were under the assumption that it was Monty that pushed for it. That still may be true, and we just didn't see that scene, um, but uh, wasn't really in the episode in that way. Uh, in addition to that, Monty has been pushing against the uh, the Pooch plan. Um, he's been wanting to keep Pooch and get rid of Taylor, and it has been sinking his game very quickly. Uh, yes, a lot of people are looking to potentially target Monty soon, and uh, the Paloma, the Pose Pack alliance is uh, not looking super solid at this time because of it. Bye, Monty. <laughs> okay. Uh, should we take some questions from the listeners here? Let's start with Cupcakes, okay? Not pie. Cupcakes says, what was the biggest factor in Jasmine switching from Taylor Tunnel Vision to being on board with Pooch leaving? It was pretty much just Amira saying, uh, so actually we should get Pooch out and Jasmine being like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think some of it is also the idea, especially from the first week, you know, the girls, girls all really wanted a guy to leave the first week, but instead Paloma did. So now that they have an opportunity with Pooch volunteering, there's a guy, there's a guy who's connected to a lot of the other guys and not in our alliance. Might as well do it while we can. We could take out Taylor anytime, anytime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's worth noting that um, the target for the girls, girls alliance prior to the Paloma uh, exit was pooch um he was the person that they were going to target next do it so, for poe right uh so the fact that taylor stayed in the game uh was was a bit of a hiccup there and 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 jasmine was thinking okay taylor's still first but basically when amira was like oh no we should do pooch he's offering himself on a silver platter she's like oh okay we were already talking about doing that now taryn could some of the guys uh really be bummed out if pooch goes home this week and in Pooch in in the wake of losing Pooch, could they start a Pooch Pack alliance? <laughs> the, the Pooch Pack, yeah. The Pooch Pack strikes back. Mm-hmm. The will he, of he P always pulls through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poe sounds more like it's short for Pooch. Hmm. Well, Pooch it was originally in in the Post Pack. Pooch is short for Joe, ironically. Joe. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Okay. Joe's pack. The po- <laughs> All right. He's, he's got a good one. Okay. All right. Um, t- Turner's hair says, is there any hope for Taylor? Uh, even if uh, she ups her social game, will anyone ever truly work with her? What a great username. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think it's early to say there's no hope. No? It, I, I would probably say that she could have Nicole from season 21 upside Mm -hmm. in that she could, I mean that I don't, and unfortunately 
this could have been different if she had won HOH this week or if we had just gone to this week and saw that everyone had kind of stopped the talking about Taylor, stopped the hating on her, which has happened before in, you know, first week pariah. They kind of they, they stick around and people kind of forget about them and they don't become a perpetual pawn or whatever. Um, I was hoping that would happen, but it seems like more it might be yeah. more in the Nicole area of like all of a sudden we get to a point where it's like final six or seven, the big alliance needs to implode on themselves at some point and start hating on someone else. Like, I definitely think there's other targets. And so Taylor could go somewhere else, but I don't know that Taylor's ever going to be like fully integrated into anything unless she creates something for herself. And that would probably be a smaller group. And then we just have to wait until there's fewer people for that to really gain some power or she needs to get some power by like actually winning HOH, but she's kind of moving away from that idea. Yeah, I, th- I think it feels impossible right now because there are still so many people left in the house. There are basically two ways out of the situation. One is to start winning a bunch of comps and the other is to survive long enough for there to be a few enough people in the house where an, a- any individual has uh, more agency to work with. And uh, right. right now, you don't have it. I mean, could I paint a, a rosy picture uh Potentially, if uh, the women of the house keep doing well, that it seems like that right now that the the people that are playing well, it's, uh, you know, you have some uh, some of the women and Michael and then a lot of the guys are seeming like they're kind of dummies and not so good at the game. Is it possible that if the women stick together here for a while, you know, uh, Taylor could be a big beneficiary of that? even though she was not originally a a girl's girls uh, in the eyes of uh, some of the people in the women's alliance? I mean, go ahead, Terry. Well, she wasn't originally, uh, and she still isn't, is Mm -hmm. kind of the problem. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, it seemed like the three people that she would need in her corner, at least, is, like, Michael, Nicole, and Amira. All three of them seem, like, willing to do that. So, like, if she got an HOH got that HOH room where she can like privately talk to people where they don't have to be all fake in her face and stuff. Like maybe that would be exactly what she needed, you know? So she more than anyone could like really benefit from HOH at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's take a question from Nick. Uh, Nick says, does Joseph have potential to be a good player? What would he need to change? Okay. Uh, all right. So Joseph, he, uh, look, he doesn't get this body from eating pie. Make no mistake, everybody. Okay. Yeah. He needs, uh, what was it? Beef? <laughs> your, your boy needs his meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's BB 18 <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it was like beef or steak or something, right? Uh, wings maybe. No, uh, that was uh, um, JC uh, made, made the, the beef sauce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a damn good steak. This thing is cooked to perfection, and I'm all about it because these biceps ain't going to feed themselves. So your boy needs his meat. Yeah. <laughs> that probably steak? Steak? Your boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that should that should you see. These are the kinds of questions the Big Brother should be asking in their uh, mm-hmm. competitions. What kind of meat did Polly need to to feed those biceps? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then, um, yeah. Hold on. And then, um, speaking of steak, uh, Jasmine knew that this competition was uh, was for her because she said, "All I'm missing is some steak and taters and a good old time." All she's missing is a steak and taters and a good old time. 
if you ask me, nothing says a good old time like some steak and taters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it for her because that would be pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but for, for Joseph? Uh, I mean... Not feeling yeah, good. He, yeah, he, look, he could be a good player in the sense that if he survives long enough to comp beast himself to the end then people would probably be like, yeah, he was a pretty good player. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, he's not doing great. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. that, was, uh, that was Matt Klein's who I was taught. He would, he would be the one saying it. Yeah. Well, he could be a puppet master. Okay. Exactly. Come on. Come on. All right. <laughs> uh, do you think that Matt Klein has watched an episode of Big Brother since BB-19? Every single one. Probably. That was a body built on cereal. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a, a picture like circulating a couple of years ago. Someone saw him bartending at his job and they were like, oh, this guy said he was on Big Brother, my bartender. Mm-hmm. So they didn't believe he's him. still around. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, they, he's still out there. Okay. Um, this is a question from Avery. Uh, do you think that Amira getting the mastermind edit is fair? And do you think the other house guys are catching on to her game at all yet? Um, Taryn, would you say that Amira is getting an edit she doesn't deserve in terms of too good? I don't think so. I think she is the one of the primary drivers of the strategy at the moment. Um, yeah. I think that uh, Nicole also had a, a, a pretty good presence here, which is also pretty accurate. Um, and then Michael as well, uh, in, his, in his own way. I, I, again, you know, there are definitely faults in Big Brother editing, but they're usually able to capture the spirit of the strategy most of the time, mm-hmm. um, even if they get a lot of other things wrong uh, here in the U.S. at least. Okay. All right. Um, let's take a question from E. says, will Brittany be able to recover from week one? If so, what will she need to do? Mary, we saw Brittany uh, in the episode a little bit tonight. She's basically like, hey. I'm free. I'm not in the backstage uh, twist anymore. Now I can be my authentic self. Yeah, I don't think that Brittany is completely out of the game, but Brittany would need to do a lot to be able to come a front runner in the game to have a position where she can win. Because I think a lot of people at this moment are looking at Brittany. A lot of the guys are looking at Brittany. That would be someone easy to beat, someone to potentially put up either as a pawn or someone they'd be okay uh, letting go. Um, Brittany already kind of lost a lot of grace with Pooch after that whole situation last time, uh, last week. But I think that Brittany, I mean, you would need you would need Brittany to get in whatever this fake magical alliance is that we're pretending that Michael and Taylor are in or something mm-hmm. and be able to gain some power there. That would be I mean, Brittany can could work with work, work her way back into the girls alliance potentially. But even then, I just don't see her having like any power in those situations. Here's the strategy for Brittany uh, to get back into the game. Um, basically, what she needs to do, she needs to like dig into the wardrobe, right? and uh, become a priest of Poe, a priestess of Poe, maybe. Uh, And um, kind of, you know, maybe go around the house, maybe kind of ring a bell occasionally, like uh, in honor of Poe, you know, we we eat this meal. Um, In honor of Poe, we vote Pooch out. Uh, In honor of Poe, I win this HOH. Um, If she does that enough, she I feel like she can kind of tap into something there. What if she could hip, Poe ties the house. I was waiting for it. Yes. 
Yeah, I want to see the hypnotizing. Yes. <laughs> Think about it. Does she mean a hippo? Mm-hmm. 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 That's a symbol. That's a symbol. Okay. All right. Um, Jimmy says, BB not showing the replay of Jasmine definitely means she touched, right? Hashtag confetti gate. That would no. imply that they had they even knew that to go back and look at the tape. Yeah. They also just don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, I thought that Jasmine was kind of underedited for her HOH episode. Yeah, we didn't even get an HOH room reveal. Didn't get HOH didn't get here being carried reveal. up the stairs. Yeah, we really didn't hear too much like uh, about like what she's thinking in the game. Uh, like, didn't see too many of her strategic conversations. It was really like all the strategy seemed to happen like outside the HOH room, and then just sort of like uh, like Pooch came to her and said like I want to go up on the block. She's like, okay, fine. Yeah, I think her, I think her biggest scene in the episode was uh, the squeak. Well, besides eating the pie, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh... This is a dominant challenge performance. Drop the nomination box. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything else? BB24 as uh, we uh, go into uh, another full week of Big Brother. I think we're good. Some apple pie now after this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What color is it? <laughs> um, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? Okay. Yeah, I guess oh. we'll find out next time uh, yeah. you're on a podcast. We'll see yeah. what color you have all over you. <laughs> Mary, what's your top pie? Uh, yeah, I'm an apple pie fan or nice razzleberry pie. Razzleberry? Razzleberry. Yeah. yeah. Razzle dazzle. Like a Marie calendar razzleberry pie. Razzleberry, wow. I'm a simple guile. You can give me a pie from a freezer. Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, I, you're not that simple. You're talking about razzleberry. It's great. It's great. Those are good, you know? Nice neon blue pie. You can get all over your face. <laughs> great. Sure, sure. Okay. All right, uh, let's talk about what is uh, coming up here on the schedule. And, of course, on Mondays, I'll be back with the slop uh, coming up at 6 p.m. Eastern for the patrons. Uh, don't miss the roundtable coming up on Tuesday. And then we'll have a live episode recaps uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night, in addition to the live feed updates every day of the week with Taryn. Okay, then... Uh, we have, oh, it'll be another week of Claim to Fame coming up on uh, Monday night. I had the great pleasure of talking about this brand new show on ABC with Jenny Autumn this uh, past week. We will be back on Tuesday this week to talk about another episode of Claim to Fame. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a very fun show. Uh, Mary or Isaiah, have you checked it out yet? Claim to Fame? I've only heard good things about it. Yeah, I'm check it out. It's very fun uh, that people are the relatives of celebrities, and then uh, you don't you get to play along and guess uh, who they might be. Uh, so uh, mm. check that out. Uh, we'll have uh, episode two of Claim to Fame, I believe. Uh, special guests Puya and Liana for uh, the Mask Singer crossover uh, will join Jenny and I to talk about Claim to Fame this week. Could I be on that show? Uh, could you like? Are you related to a celebrity? I don't know. My last name's Armstrong. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Interesting. Trump it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you related to Louis Armstrong? I mean, if I had to pick of the Armstrongs, that definitely would be a top pick. Wow. This is incredible. 
<laughs> I had no idea this entire time. Also this weekend, very excited for the first regular weekly edition of the Why Blank Lost, a big brother edition as Ovi Kabir, the, an honest to goodness big brother house guest from Big Brother 21, joins David Bloomberg this season. Check out what Ovi and David had to say as they wrap up week one of Big Brother over on Why Blank Lost. All right, uh, check out our coverage of uh, The Challenge USA as well. If you like uh, seeing all these uh, Big Brother people on another show, check out uh, The Challenge USA. I had an exit interview uh, with the latest, uh, I guess, challenge besties that were eliminated from the challenge this week. Also, be sure to check out Brian and Allie every week uh, recapping the challenge USA. Uh, over the weekend on Robin Akiva <laughs> podcast, uh, Akiva Winokur had a vision for a game uh, of uh, 10 people uh, getting it down from 10 to, to one person in a series of duels. Uh, check out uh, the game show sensation Duel Intentions uh, from the mind of Akiva Winokur up on the latest Robin Akiva Nita podcast. A bunch of our friends uh, are uh, participating in that one. And of course, Check out everything we have going on over on Patreon, where you can get access to The Slop live on Mondays, uh, the BBQ&A live on Fridays. Plus, if you saw uh, last week, Taryn and I uh, talked to Aza. We we're going to have our uh, Big Brother alumni interviews live uh, for the patrons, and then we'll post them in the uh, regular podcast feed after that, plus the Patreon 5 for 5. Everything else we're doing in the uh, patron community, get access at robinswebsite.com slash patron. And of course, make sure you subscribe to Rob's Podcast. Go to robswebsite.com slash subscribe for all of our individual show links where you can subscribe and uh, leave ratings and reviews if you're so inclined, not Matt Klein. All right. So let's talk about uh, you, Mary. What do you have coming up? With these? Yeah, I know you were podcasting about the Umbrella Academy. I heard uh, your voice in my podcast feed uh, earlier today. Yes, myself and Marissa Garza are podcasting over on Post Show Recaps about the Umbrella Academy Season 3. We went through and recapped Season 1 and 2 as well, if you want quick updates on those. And we're going episode by episode through Season 3, so we're hitting the home stretch on that. If you haven't checked that out, definitely do and leave us some feedback for the feedback episode at the end of the week. And uh, otherwise, you can check out myself and Kirsten McInnes over on Kowski Cast. That's Cow with a K covering the tail end here of Riverdale season six. So if you like Umbrella Academy and you like superhero stuff, you might like Riverdale. You know, there's superpowers there Is there, there any now. pie? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there was an episode where there was a pancake eating competition oh, at, a fair, and, at a county fair. And, so it was very similar. And how did they turn those pancakes over? With a spatula. Yes, I could see a few Ooh. spatulas on Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's not out of the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, basically from Riverdale to this episode tonight, I'm really just uh, podcasting about gold TV content at the moment. OK. All right. Well, Mary, great to have you back here with us. Isaiah, I know you are super busy with everything going on over at Silent Podcast. What's coming up for you? 
Um, yeah. So uh, if anyone is interested in following what I do, uh, you can follow me at 8 Bangers on all socials. Um, I am podcasting on my network, The Sonic Podcast, talking about Big Brother and movies and all that other fun stuff as well. Um, shout out to the Cookout Sidebar. They dropped a podcast on their feed talking about like colorism, history of black women on Big Brother. Really good. So go check that out. Um, you can also find me on the Purple Pants podcast at the end of every month uh, with yes. Bryce Isaiah. Uh, we're talking about like our favorite songs that drops every month. Um, so that should be fun. Isaiah, can I ask you, why is that segment not called Isaiah with Isaiah? Someone brought that up last night. Yeah, yes. It's crazy that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a workshop. We're thinking about it. Okay. Isaiah and Isaiah would be cool. Um, Oh, and lastly, uh, me and uh, Matt Scott played this game called Survivor yes. Philadelphia. Um, and last Season night we two. saw the first. Yeah. And we saw the first episode last night and it was really good. It starts in two days. Make sure you check it out. It is fire and chaotic. I, the theme for Survivor Philadelphia season two, it's what uh, it's uh, heart versus brain. Is that is that uh, head versus heart head versus so heart. emotional players versus strategic? What? I'm on the strategic team. Oh, OK. Yeah. Look at you. I feel like the yeah. Katana said otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking about this one. I had a I had to put it in the background just in case. Yes. You know? that's, that's, yeah, that, that's that's a head weapon, Taryn. Some people have a spatula. Some people have a katana. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mary. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. But definitely check it out if you like Survivor. Okay. All right. Isaiah, great job here tonight. And then, Taryn, what's coming up for you? Well. Queen's coming to get what's hers. <laughs> On the live feed update. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitch. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it? Yeah, just chilling. Okay. <laughs> Just vibes with Taryn. Bye, okay. Come come be my homie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, look, I, we had a lot of fun here uh, with an episode that didn't give us a lot, uh, or maybe it gave us too much. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.